Billy nine, Billy nine, Billy nine. Number nine, number nine, Billy Nine, Billy Nine. Everyone in the field, as time went by, they get a little bit older and a little bit slower. Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. I'm Jacqueline, and today on the pod, we're back in Philly, baby, back in the studio, and back in Philly, back on time, talking Philly number nine, back on time, their episode title, Desperate Right Now. Huh. Okay. Did someone say that? Seems like something Matt would say. It does seem like something Matt would say. And it's the penultimate episode. We're only a week oh, away no. from the finale. Philly forever, babies. Philly forever, indeed. That's why we had to do it do it right this week. Survivor Philadelphia, I love you. I love you. I don't know what the fuck he says there. He's like saying something and then I love you. I mean, did anyone give us feedback? Maybe they loved the watch along method. Mm, yes, last week we did do a watch along, but we have returned to our normal format. Uh, and that's a great opportunity, Jackie, to jump right into news time as we so often do at the top of the pod these days (laughs) we were doing the watch along last week we were due to being on the run yes ford fetty ford fetty he is not in the studio with us this week no we're no longer an audio clip yes we're no longer on the run um some information did come to light you know, it was pretty shocking to see Ford Fetty smother the queen to death. My God, And it Cody. seemed out of character. And also strange that he was spending so much time with us. And it wasn't until we discovered it was also, uh, actually King Charles in blackface as Ford Fetty. Oh, Jesus doing crimes in his name. He's been deposed well, of. Oh, God, he sounded just like him. I know. And it's a hard impersonation to pull off. And so now he's out of the picture. Ford Fetty is, of course, in whiteface, pulling a cutty of Whoopi Goldberg from The Associate, posing as the King of England. All is right. Long live King Fetty. Fun Fetty. Ford Fetty. Speaking of Fun Fetty... Hmm. I will have Funfetti Cake Pops at this weekend's pop-up. Mm, any other personal news? Um, I've been 31 a week. That's been fun. I got two new tattoos this week. Of? Um, some blueberries. Love it. And a snail with some mushrooms. Love it. Growing off its back. We should commit to getting Philly tattoos next week when the season wraps. Are you going to get a Philly cheesesteak on your arm? Picture of Matt eating a Philly cheesesteak. 
No, Isaiah handing out Jimmy John's with a Philly cheesesteak hat on his head. I think you get Isaiah handing out chili cheese Philly cheesesteaks from chili Philly cheesesteaks from Jimmy John's, and I get Jimmy John's. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) And I can't speak. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm having a stroke. I get yeah. Matt Jimmy eating. Jones. Yeah, that's what they have in Philly. Jimmy, Jimmy Johns. It's like it's an Asian. <laughs> Asian Jimmy Johns. Family owned. Started by a, the Johns. An upstart. It's a great story. Okay. It's a real American <laughs> success story. The Johns. I love how we're back into a full rotation of this. We have plenty of news to get to still. Oh, fuck. We haven't even gotten to any of the news. Well, we covered the most important news up top clearing king fetty's name you're crazy anywho you get isaiah handing out jimmy john's on your bicep i get a tattoo of matt eating a philly cheesesteak on my bicep that way when i flex the cheesesteak goes in and out of matt's mouth and when you flex the sandwiches move around in isaiah's hands oh that's great okay so heading over to news corner a couple of things, Jackie. Valencia Prime, a Philadelphia drag queen, okay, died on stage what? while performing what? at a Philadelphia bar. Oh my God, that's awful. Collapsed on stage. Fans say she was a talent and a delightful person. Only 25 years old. That's heartbreaking. Fucking died on stage. That's heartbreaking. Crazy, right? Very. Um, and more lighthearted news, the city of Philadelphia is costing breweries thousands of dollars after they cut down some type of city, local, everyone accessible hop garden. There is some what? hop garden that local breweries had access to that's now been cut down. That's going to cost them a bunch of money. That is hilarious. And in my last piece of news. Pops, pops, pops. Fucking coming soon, Philadelphia Eagles versus the Minnesota Vikings what? in an upcoming football scrimmage what? of some type. What? Yeah. That sounds crazy. The rivalry is real. Philly sucks. The Eagles suck. Down with Philly. That's heartbreaking. You can't say that. Minnesota sucks. Vikings forever. We suck. Boo, Vikings. Skull. Anti-skull. 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 I love it. Oh no, a rivalry is erupting in the studio between us. Anti-skull, anti-skull, no, anti-skull. I'm not much of a, a football fan, not into, you know, concussions and, you know, men being turned into gorillas who later in life kill their spouses in blind, confused rage. You know, forced childhood trauma, it's real fun. But um, I do think the Vikings do kind of suck, and I'm pretty sure the Eagles probably are a better football team, if even just because they've won a Super Bowl. I mean, if only just because they're named after such a majestic creature instead of these awful Scandinavian Scandinavian fucking warlords. Vikings are kind of cool, though. I mean, kind of. They're like fucking making ships that cross the ocean and stuff quite a bit before lots of other people. True. But they were also messed up. They were. Anything else up at the top of the pod? One final very important piece of news. What, Cody? We want to wish a very hearty and full-hearted happy wedding mm-hmm. to Revive Survivor Man. Best wishes. UK correspondent of the pod, the man on the ground. He doesn't listen to our Philly shit, does he? I think he does. He started watching Survivor Are Philly because of the me? pod. I'm not kidding. That's so cool. It's also the first app that's going to be up Around the time of his nuptials, he's getting married on Saturday, I believe. Aww. So, you know, congrats. Congratulations. Everything's looking up for him. UK coming back. We just wrapped our Survivor UK season one coverage. We did, which is like a feat. Hey, you know what, buddy? You have our permission. Play it on the honeymoon night. Oh, yeah. Let these dulcet tones welcome you into a christened marriage. That's disgusting. You can play this part right here. Uh, mm. Yeah. Do it. 
Love Murder. each other. Bump, 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 bump. Mm, Ooh, mm, mm. All you yeah. Philly freaks can also play this during your <laughs> lovemaking. Okay. Survivor Philly lovemaking jam track. <laughs> I was not thinking or like music jam, but jam like. making love track. You can also play it when you can that jam. Can that jam. Can it, can it, can it, can it, can, can that, that jam. jam. Can it. Can it? Can it? Can it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good stuff. This Roll is a, the first 10 minutes of the pod. You're welcome. <laughs> rolling in episode nine. So they roll us right into this immunity. Right into immunity. It's 5.35 p.m. And they're going to do Survivor's Survey 101. Dr. Cheesesteak tells us that the pace is increasing. And that this survey is apparently a Philly staple. They must do it every season. That's fun. Uh, it's going to be seven questions long. When asked if they're ready, Matt silently shakes his head no. And his results kind of reflect that. Clock the old lady at the three minute, ten second mark who's watching them from the background. The old lady in blue who wanders into frame? Yes. But Jackie, that old lady in blue has been dead for 20 years. Because we joked earlier about them being ghosts, the people oh. in the background. Oh, okay. And it's almost Halloween. Did we did we make that joke? And she's old. I think you're just crazy. Uh yeah. All right. So let's hop into the survey. These are questions about US survivor only, as clarified by Chrissy. Yes, Chrissy really, really Really trying to get on the good side of the pod this week. Hashtag pod hero. Really looking out for the international aspect and kind of flexing her survivor credentials. I mean, come on. Like, motherfucker, I could answer Australian, New Zealand, and South African questions. Maybe UK. What, Chrissy? Hot. All right, question one. Name the first player to possess two idols at the same time. The answer was James. Matt, Melissa, Nikki, Ariel, and Chrissy got it right. I wouldn't fucking know any of these questions. No, not, not a, a single one. Not a single one. I would be pulling an Isaiah. Or a Matt. Does Isaiah not do well? No, Isaiah does not do well. Question two. What is the last season to air not filmed in Fiji? And we get the ghost dog. The phantom dog not only barks up a storm, but fucking runs into screen, into the tribal. Everyone is super tickled, except for Dr. Cheesesteak. And Dave kind of like pointedly ignores the dog, trying to just answer the question. Dr. Cheesesteak is not amused. I think he loved it on the inside, but on the outside was unhappy that this ghost dog is crashing his Philly moment. Yes. All right. And the answer is Quran. Nikki, Melissa, Ariel, only three to get it right. Question three. What is the most recent season to feature all women in the finale? And oh, not Survivor UK season, season one? one? Featuring Charlotte and Jackie. Jackie. Not Jackie, but her mom from the UK. Uh, the answer was San Juan del Sur. Nikki gets it correct and is in the lead. Um, Chrissy also got it correct, and at this point, Dave and Isaiah are the only two with no points. Damn, Matt has a point? Yes. I thought Matt was doing the worst, but I'm glad to hear that he's hashtag making an impact. Matt get the very first problem right. Matt get the very first problem right indeed. Question number four. After the final three in Cook Island, what was the next season with the final two? Uh, because, like, Cook Island apparently debuted the final three. Yes. The answer is Micronesia. Ariel, Nikki, Melissa, Chrissy. Nikki's still in the number one position. Question number five. In the rock draw, the rocks have changed color over time. In the rock draw that sent Pascal home in season four, what was the color of the rock that sent him home? Purple. Purple. And, you know, honestly, Matt, he answered with grape. And I think he should have gotten this correct. He should have gotten points for grape. But you were asked, what? <laughs> Did he really? Yes. What the fuck, Matt? <laughs> what the? 
Are you joking? No. What the fuck, Matt? He should have gotten the points. It's a fucking color. You answered with a fruit? <laughs> it's a you no. fucking stupid. Grape is a color. Not a fucking color. You know what he meant. Mm. Give him the point. It's uh, grape. Ariel, Nikki, Chrissy, and finally Dave get a point. So at this point, Isaiah's the only one with no point. And at this point, I'm still thinking Daddy Dave going to fucking win this whole thing. My number one all day. <laughs> Daddy Dave. Daddy, Daddy, Daddy Dave. Daddy, Daddy, Daddy Dave. We should make a techno Daddy Dave song. Question number six. Of the three finalists of Winners at War, they were all from what state? New Jersey. Because it was what, like Michelle Visage, Spider-Man, and the Trashy from the Toxic Avenger? I mean, clearly. Toxie, I mean. This is the only question that everybody gets right. Only because it's like fucking, it's I Boston Rob and, or I suppose Boston Rob's not from New Jersey. It's like, uh, he's from Boston. Snooky and the situation. The <laughs> All those Joycey people we all know. Failed. The boss. Um, But that finally puts Isaiah on the board. And right now we're told, all right, Nikki has gotten every single question correct at this point. Yes. If she gets the next one right, nobody can catch her. She's the winner. Question seven. At, at merge time, the tribe on this season named under the duplicity of Boston Rob, who said it meant like oceans kissing, but it was really named after Amber's stuffed animal. Yeah. Convoluted. I don't know what the fuck is being talked about. What was the name of Amber's stuffed animal that the Merge tribe was named after? And it's like Merbina or something? Yeah, some fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you naming your fucking stuffed animals, you weirdo? I don't want to be too critical in case it's like some cultural name, but it sounds like a pretty wild thing to Melonia be naming. Or like Merlonia? I thought it was Merbina. Hmm. Maybe it's Merlonia. Oh, it is Merlonia. That L-O looked like a B in my notes. Uh, and fucking Nikki wins. i super fan. Yeah. I don't want to criticize her for having this knowledge tucked away. There's certainly some, crazy. Like some algebra. You don't need it. No. Merlonia is more important than the Pythagorean theorem, right? I can't even say Pythagorean it. Pythagorean <laughs> theorem? Now I'm saying it wrong. All I need is Merlonia. Hashtag Merlonia. But let's go to tribal. But there should be a fucking like survivor spirit named Merlonia, right? Yes. A survivor Merlot. Spirit of Merlonia. The spirit of Merlonia. In Merlot. Getting drunk on some Merlonia tonight. Gonna drown on the island. Okay. Rolling into tribal. Melissa says that she's nervous because she got lots of votes last episode. And she she needs a pair to break up. Or she's part of a pair that needs to be broken up? One of the two. Um, Melissa. Oh, and no, she says that there's a pair that needs to be broken up and that it's Chrissy and Nikki. And Chris, Nikki is safe, so she's voting for Chrissy. True. Chrissy is a little bit too much in front of everyone. Like, oh, you know, that'd be a pretty good move. And if you were to make it, that'd be crazy. And you'd probably get my vote at the end. Like, I don't know. fucking say that. Chrissy, she's talking about voting you off. I think she's off. trying to be like, oh, well, I would vote for you if you did that. So keep in mind, everybody, if she leads this vote against me. It's quite a move on her resume. Hint, hint. But still, I don't know if I would underline how good of a vote it is to get me off as she is love fucking Ariel just being like you know what everybody I'm sticking with Chrissy I also love this moment public declarations of Chrissy yes I would do it the all fan- the time the phantom dog is fucking popping off going crazy barking up a storm um and then it turns into a crazy fucking scramble Isaiah gets a little defensive with Nikki being like you keep voting for me so I'm coming for you Dave is telling Matt that he's his shield, so if he gets rid of him, he won't have a shield anymore. Interesting move on Dave's part. Yeah. Nikki is turning Ari on Isaiah, being like, he's been Emperor Palpatining it. He's playing both sides. He's trying to turn people against us. We got to get him out this round. Ariel. Yes. There's Um, this moment where Melissa is fucking like, um, 
creeping up, not even creeping up. She's walking up to Chrissy and Chrissy's talking to this group of people where she's like, you know, Melissa is a big threat, especially down the line. And then she walks up. Ah, ha, ha, just kidding. Hi. It's so funny. There's just mad chaos going on. So much to take in. Uh, Dr. Cheesesteak is loving the scramble, looking real pleased with himself. Matt talking about how he doesn't want Daddy Dave to go home. He doesn't want to let Dad down. <laughs> Matt says that? Yes, so he oh, doesn't boy. want to let down his daddy. People are, like, working through their father issues with Dave on the season. It's a unique move, for fuck sure. Melissa goes to Dave, and she's like, I'm really worried. I don't know what to do. And his only advice is just flip it, flip it on all of them. Flip all of them on themselves. Flip. Flip everything. Be a flipper. <laughs> and she's like, that, flip, I don't flip, know how flip, to do flip, that. Flip. Dave, I don't know what that means. I, I don't have that ability. Um, hashtag do or dive. Hashtag background baby. Yeah, there's a baby in the background. Ghost baby. Yeah, baby ghosts. Then people take their seats. And it's time to vote. Isaiah votes first, as he do. Um, There's this moment where Chrissy goes up to vote and she's like hitting her marker on her hand real hot. She's very conflicted. She is. She's thinking like, am I going to vote based on jury management or what is my play going to be based on? Head or heart, Chrissy, head or heart. Matt blindly votes for Dave and says that he's just kind of unsure who to vote for as he just puts a vote on Dave, which ends up being bad for Dave. Yes. And um, then, um... Ariel, when he votes, he's got a real pregnant pause. And then he's like, either way, I'm betraying trust. Just hope you respect the move. Yeah. Um, and then Dave fucking the hack. Love Dave. Real hack move. Fucking hate it. Steals Isaiah's joke from last episode. I know. And it lands better, too. And is it because it's daddy? Maybe. That's what, you know, honky daddies always stealing jokes. Um, and then the votes come in, Jackie. Yes. One vote on Melissa. One vote on Matt. Everybody yells shooting daddy. Four votes on Dave. Um, he has a very graceful exit. Very graceful. Sad to see my number one from the start gone. Hashtag I believe in Dave. People say bye, daddy. Give him that hero music as he walks out. No, someone who yells love you, daddy, as Dave exits their life is like definitely having like some cathartic moment that they never got with their own father. Okay. I'm just going to say Dr. Cheesesteak 1000% should have faked out and pretended that there was going to go into a third tribal. Oh my gosh, he should Wouldn't have. that have been hilarious? They should have just gone into a third tribal. I know. He's like, I'm done with this. We're just going to do back-to-back tribals until we're gone. And this is the fucking moment in the episode that I realize that this is not only episode number nine. It's the penultimate episode. No, it's fucking Spice Girl game episode. Yes, we have a tradition here on Survivor Cast International. When we get to the final five... We name which of the remaining castaways are which Spice Girls. So we will, of course, be closing out the episode playing the Spice Girl game. Hell yeah. Speaking of Dr. Cheesesteak, he ends out this tribal saying that it was the great craziest gameplay I've ever seen. Things are boiling over. Head and heart are combining. He's just really pumped. I feel like he's really riding high on the adrenaline taking place before him. I mean, yeah, he's super stoked about it. And then Dave leaves us by encouraging us to apply for Philly, says that it's as good as the real thing, almost. How the fuck would you know, Dave? Have you been <laughs> on the real thing? Do you know what to compare it to? I would like to see Daddy Dave on Real Life Survivor. Oh, hell yeah. But send him down under. Down under, Daddy. Oh, Daddy down under? <laughs> All right. It's 6.02 p.m. And we're rolling into our next immunity challenge. All right. This is the first time I noticed, Cody, and I think it's very unfair, very clearly biased. Oh, wow. Dr. Cheesesteak has been wearing red this whole time. Oh, you think he's a, a heart true and he's true? He's standing with the heart tribe, and I think the brains, you know, it's it's clear what's been happening. Is it possible... That, I mean, Survivor Philly has pretty high production value. I don't know how someone with doctor debt is possibly making this slick of a production. Mm. I think he's a Crip or a Blood, I guess. Oh. Crips are blue. And, you know, in order for them to bankroll the season, he has to subtly 
position red over blue, huh. Crips over oh, bloods, bloods over, over Crips. Crips. I don't know why I can't fucking keep it straight that the red are the bloods and the blues are the Crips. I mean, that's why they won't let me be a blood. It's clear. I'm a Crip for life. True blue, baby. <laughs> Maybe not a good thing to be sleep. saying on the podcast. Yeah. Um, gotta love that there are no white guys in the top six. Pretty decent diversity going on. Yeah. Yeah. Three white ladies. But no white fellows. True. Um, and so what you're going to have to do is 1v1, you're going to stand in this tiny circle and have to knock each other's statue off the pole. Yes, your your Liberty Bell. Yes. And then the winner will pick the next two who go up against each other. Chrissy's really zoning out in her power stance before the challenge begins. Um, and these like boxing rock'em sock'em robot. They're kind of like if you've ever seen like in the office the big sumo suits that you put on and then you put on the big padded gloves or they're kind of like, yeah, like um, as a kid the like the thing that like a a catcher or you know the guy behind the mound might have on their hand to like catch a ball or something or it's definitely not that something that like mickey would wear on his hands so rocky could punch into his palms without mickey's tiny old man hands getting hurt no it's literally like a blow up puncher Punch it here, rock. It's not a catcher. (laughs) It's not a fucking mitt, Cody. Straight down the middle, rock. You're completely wrong. It's not a mitt at all. Now I'm just imagining Mickey and Rocky playing baseball together. All right, whatever. Um, So. Oh, I also have to now say there's no cops in the final six. Hooray. Now that we've gotten Tyler out of there. And now that Dave is gone, Chrissy has fully ascended to my number one position. I hope she wins the season. Okay. Do you want to call who you think might win? No. You're going to keep it cards close to the chest, huh? Yes. Okay. Round number one. Nikki versus Melissa. Uh, Nikki picked the correct rock, so she gets to pick her challenger. And she chooses Melissa right off the bat. Melissa immediately does this insane, hot, insane hot maneuver that absolutely does not pay off. But it looks fucking great. It's like some Ninja Turtle type shit. And absolutely, I think it's like she's trying to do like a psych him out and to throw Nikki off balance, but ends up totally just dropping her thing and is out immediately. We then jump into Isaiah V.R.E.L., Yep, Nikki chooses those two to go up against each other. Um, Dr. Cheesesteak makes a joke that that dinner bell is the bell of tribal council ringing. Aww, Hashtag for yeah. whom the bell tolls. Um, so Isaiah versus Ariel. Isaiah is very much an um, unmovable force in this round. Yes. Ariel's kind of like juking and jiving around him to little effect. But it is a good match. It's fun to watch those two go at it. It's over pretty quickly, and and Isaiah ends up kind of just smacking Ariel's Liberty Bell off. But they do shake hands at the end. They do. Uh, Round number four. Or, I'm sorry, round number three. Isaiah picks Nikki to go up against Chrissy. Chrissy fucking kicks kicks some ass. Right, they're bopping each other a little bit, and then Chrissy kind of just lunges for it and takes Nikki out. Now... Now we go to round four, which is going to be Matt versus Isaiah. By default, winner will go against Chrissy. Matt is struggling to put his hand in the bop it. He says that his hands don't fit in the thing, which, you know, big hands, big heart. That's why he's on the heart tribe. Big feet. Big feet, big. Plays basketball. Yeah, you think so? Maybe. Um... That's such low hanging. We're hacks. I call Dave a hack and then I make that joke. Come on. I love how you clump me into the we're hacks when you're the one who made the joke. You yes anded me. I mean, isn't that what I'm supposed to do on the podcast? What a hack would do. So. Okay, I lost my voice. Matt (laughs) and Isaiah are against each other. Matt is laser focused. And Matt's kind of holding Isaiah at bay with one hand. 
Then he just makes a call and throws his thing in the air. And this is this is a strategy that we've seen before. It's a classic move that we see on LRGs when this game is played. Sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. It's a real gamble. Here it did. Isaiah was fucking gobsmacked. He was gobsmacked. That he did not win this round. Absolutely gooped and gagged. The gravity gods were in Matt's favor. They were smiling down upon him that day. They kept his Liberty Bell afloat just long enough for Isaiah's to come crashing to the ground. So then what we're left with Chrissy and Matt going against each other at the end. It's heart versus heart, Jackie, battling for the heart of the pod. I feel like Matt and Chrissy are my two favorite contestants, although I love them all. Mm. Really duking it out to see who will the podcast favor going forward. I see that. I see it. Now, they express there'll be no love lost. Of course. Matt does a similar move. He makes hashtag impact. And does he toss his up again? I feel yeah, like there's did. a little bit of them like bopping around each other. And he then debates he debates on doing it. And then he commits. It's like his signature move at this point. Oh, yeah. His finisher. It works, it works for him. Matt fucking does it again. And then he's like, ooh, I get a necklace too. Looks expensive. Ooh, jewelry. Which is very funny because I feel like he's low-key, kind of like very dry, making these jokes almost to himself. Yes. Love it. Matt's hilarious. Impact. And then he just talks about how he's focused on getting to the end and the sirens are just going crazy in the background. I mean, it's fucking great. I think we see... The white van with the yellow flashers behind at later this point. on. on the ne- I think it's the oh, next is tribal. It? It's okay. a little bit later on. I mean, are they like near a school? Are there some shootings going off? I don't know. Hashtag probably Billy jokes. All right. Well, should we throw it to a quick little breaky break and then we'll come on back? Yeah, we'll throw it to a quick little breaky break and then we'll come on back. We'll see you in a second. <laughs> oh. Number nine. Oh, Welcome back to Survivor Cast. International Survivor Philly Episode 9. Going back to a little Baby Sumo by Ford Fetty. This one's for Kevin. I agree with that. I agree with that. It's hard to fade it out. It's so good. All right. Coming back. Post-immunity. Pre-second tribal. It's 6.16 p.m. Isaiah is in a little bit of damage control mode after his messy showing last week where he was actively pitting people against each other. I feel like he's trying to smooth over the Nikki situation a little bit. And Melissa has honed in on him, trying to remind him, hey, worthy assassin. That's right. They're the assassin Sondheim buddies. No one knows that this is from the musical The Assassins, Cody. Everyone knows. Hashtag assassins. I mean, they name themselves the assassins. 
sudden how things were run. Said time's a waste and it's 1901. So I assume that they absolutely love The Assassins by Stephen Sondheim. Oh, of course. Yes, The Assassins are back in full force. It's lovely to see them come back in episode nine. And then it's a fucking mad dash looking for the idol. Uh, yes, Nikki is idol hunting. Matt is also out there. Ariel's a little bit less with the two of them, but kind of on the, the sidelines also idol hunting. Uh, Melissa seems real shook and manic, I would say. Yes. Like she is worried about what's going to happen and is just in crazy mode. I mean, I would be too if I was one of the only ones left. Uh, Nikki makes a comment that she absolutely trusts Matt and Chrissy, that they're real tight. And then Melissa fucking finds the idol, runs and tells Isaiah, cue Melissa audition tape. I don't know how I didn't realize Melissa had bangs until we see her audition tape. Cue the bangs. Hashtag bangs. It's crazy because I... Of course she's got bangs. She's got bangs this whole entire time, but I did not clock them and tell her I'm audition tape. There's something about, there's some very subtle difference between how she's wearing her, her hair while playing versus how she's wearing her hair in the audition tape. Maybe it's just like a newer haircut in the tape. They look vastly different. And yeah, the, the bangs are just much more apparent in the audition tape. She's a hashtag military brat. Yes, uh, born in Louisiana, down in the bayou. You were a hashtag military brat. Yes, my mother is in the military. I also moved around quite a bit as a child. Uh, a Philly newcomer has only lived in Philly for two weeks. And Came for a job. Yeah, she's like a private security person at a health care place. So yeah. I guess we do have a cop in the final six. Ah, uh, boo. I imagine Get her copper out of there. Putting on her like security uniform every night, Strap putting her badge on. Big old gun. Prowling around some like office building after hours. But I think she is like some cyber security. I don't think she's like a security cop. Right. She's no Paul Blart. Um, and she says she's easy at making friends and is a likable cutthroat. Though I wish, I bet she wishes she had one of those fun little, like, scooter mabums. Oh, like a Segway? Yes. Mm. So, Ariel floats the idea that the conversation that they're currently having is deadlocked and can't exist because all the people in the conversation are people who don't currently have idols. So it's going to be one of them. So they shouldn't all be having this convo right now. Chrissy is trying to pitch this whole Melissa's not going to play her idol. How do you feel about that? I mean, do you think Chrissy is pitching this specifically? I think some, I think multiple people do bring this up. And I think at one point, Ariel is almost like low key trying to, convince melissa not to play her idol to be able to vote her off i think it's worth considering every time someone has an idol of if they're going to play it or not and can we maybe get them off even though they have an idol right are they going to be so foolish to sit on it um i do want to really highlight this moment where after ariel talks about the conversation that shouldn't exist he tries to leave said conversation and his foot, like, gets caught on a tree branch somehow. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. He's hopping around on one leg, spinning around. It's a real goofy moment. Melissa's crying because no one's talking to her. She's on the outs. Yes. Um, everyone seems to know that Melissa has the idol somehow. Yes. they. I think it's like two people saw her. And then, of course, it's like, well, there's only three other people. We all know she has the idol. Speaking of Ariel, lots of Little Mermaid discourse on the internet this week with the Halle Berry Little Mermaid yes. teaser dropping. Funnily enough, I don't think Ariel would play the Little Mermaid in the live action remake. She, he would definitely play Prince Charming. Oh, you don't think? I think he'd he be would a great, be a great Prince Charming. Is Sebastian the Crab? Yes. He'd be a great crab, I feel like. Under the sea. He does sing a lot. He's got Actually, those golden pipes. Okay, I take it back. And who would be Flounder? Dave as Flounder? Yes. And Matt as King Trident. Perfect. Okay. So Nikki, no, not Nikki. Chrissy has a bit of a fucking breakdown. 
uh, talking about always being a bridesmaid, never a bride, <laughs> second place, second place. When she was saying that she's always a bridesmaid, never the bride, I'm like, this is some comment that we would make on the podcast about Chrissy. She slipped into some insane meta commentary about herself and has become the third host of the podcast somehow. Yeah, it was. I mean, I would love Chrissy to be the third host of the podcast. Honorary third host of the pod. She is unwilling to vote Nikki at this point in the game. There's this moment where Isaiah sees Melissa hamming it up at the camera and the police sirens are still very present. I don't know who they're coming to arrest, but those sirens are blaring in the background. Um, Ariel says, this is crazy. And then gives out like a crazy little laugh. <laughs> That's because the police are coming, Ariel. It's gotta <laughs> be crazy. But I do, I think we talked about this a bit while we watched it do actively like everyone left in the season. Oh, okay. It's ridiculous. I know most people have not seen Survivor UK, but the amount of love I have for all of these fat finalists where I fucking hated all the like Survivor UK finalists, it's crazy that these are just like, we're just people playing in the woods versus like an actual season. And I want one of them to be given a chest full of a million pounds by Mark Austin. Um, Nikki knows that she's in trouble and she can just smell the duplicity coming from people like a million miles away. She can tell that people are not going to keep her word. She's a little bit peeved and she just threaten her jury power. I think she's talking to Ariel of like, hey, you know, like if I'm on the jury and I'm unhappy, that might not bode well for your chances to win. Right. If you put me over there and you're not honest with me about it, like... Fucking tell me if you're voting for me, Ariel, because otherwise I'm going to be over there and I'm going to be pissed. And then Matt is real wary of teaming up with Isaiah and Ariel because of the way things are going with Nikki. Quote, I don't like them playing with my heart or saying Nikki's name to vote for. Which is funny who he ends up voting for. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, Matt pitches the idea of Ariel. And he also has this conversation with Isaiah where Isaiah's like, hey, man, you do what you got to do, but I would never vote for you. And specifically, when it came down to it between you and Tyler, I did not vote for you. Exactly. He highlights that multiple times. I feel like Matt is getting a little bit distracted when Isaiah is trying to make this point land with him. A hundred percent. Matt is also just kind of pinging all over the place. As he do. Hashtag impact. Um, someone says this combination of humans doesn't work at some point, kind of apropos of nothing. Well, it's because of the people who are together talking and he's like, oh, this combination of people doesn't work. We can't all be talking because one of us needs to be voted out. I think that's an earlier moment. I think these are two separate moments. No, it's, he it comes re back again. Yes, it comes back around. So it was Ariel probably. Yes. Part of this world. I want to play the Little Mermaid. Okay. I am a ginger. Okay. Um, and then Matt, before going to tribal, full stop says he will not be voting for Nikki under any circumstances. Never gonna happen. Okay. Should we roll to tribal? Let's roll right in. So we're headed into tribal. And according to jury patterns, it's gonna be a white lady voted out next. Right. Because who's on our jury? We've got... Lauren. White lady. Tyler. Tyler. Not Dave? No, it's another lady. Um, before Dave, and it's not Stephanie. Not Stephanie, Stephanie got voted off before that. White lady. I know, this is bad. We can't remember. And then Dave. It doesn't matter. Let's not get I bogged mean, down. It does it. matter, but... The jury rolls in. Matt speaks on having a lack of power despite being safe. Um, Ariel says that this vote is not only a line in the sand. Hannah. It was Hannah. Hannah. Sorry. Hashtag Hannah Banana. Hashtag don't forget Hannah. Hashtag Hannah Hammock. Her line of hammocks that she sells. Yes. Hammocks. Hannocks. Hannocks. <laughs> and then Ariel says that this is the single most important tribal to date. Yeah, fucking dramatic much. I fucking love that Ariel says that at every tribal. It's so funny. He delivers it in the perfect way that he's not highlighting his own joke very much. He is ridiculous, but we love him. Isaiah says that his secret is that he's always vulnerable, baby. I'm not safe. 
and says that Nikki just won't work with him. So he's coming for that honky grandma. I was shocked that he called her a honky grandma. I mean, it was pretty offensive. I thought at first he was making a callback to the last tribal when there was that honky grandma walking in the background. <laughs> but I guess not. He's talking about Nikki. He would have said honky ghost grandma if he was talking about True. her. True. HGG. HGG. Hey, hey, HGG. <laughs> t-shirt this is hgg hockey ghost grandma <laughs> yes chrissy says you gotta use your head to win I even know. though she's a real heart lady she's a real hearty but she recognizes the need for some head hey chrissy's favorite fast food restaurant heart tease oh do you think that the one that she's gonna frequent more now is gonna be mick hetty's <laughs> that was a stretch <laughs> that was bad Isaiah, as usual, votes first and he votes for Nikki because he's tired of you, lady. Well, yeah, and then fitting because then Nikki fucking votes for Isaiah but spells his name A S A or I S A H Mm. is a. Oh, I'm going to go vote for Iza. Iza what, Nikki? Yeah, that vote shouldn't even fucking count. I think Nikki's a few vowels short of an alphabet, if you know what I'm saying. Um, And I love Nikki, but like, I love Iza? Nikki okay. Learn to spell those that good things come to those that sweat. Hashtag sweat it out. Uh, uh, Chrissy dances away from her vote in a really lovable way. Uh, and Ariel sings his vote. My heart telling me no. My, my head, head telling, telling me yes. He should absolutely play Sebastian. I need to hear Ariel sing Under the Sea. Under the Sea. Under the Sea. Ariel, send us a video of you singing Under the Sea, please. Do you know that originally Sebastian the Crab was supposed to be like a real stuffy British lawyer type? And the guy who sings the song is like, he should just be Jamaican. Just because, because that's awesome. But what is the ethnicity of the person <laughs> who's like, oh, I should voice this Jamaican guy? I don't know the answer to that question, but I'm assuming it's not problematic. <laughs> <laughs> and then Matt is feeling bad, but he's going to do what he has to do. We see the park police scoping things out in the background, yes. probably harassing some unhoused people or, or some. Or trying to get in on survivor philly Mm. they're probably back there being like we heard there was some filming going on is there a way that we can incorporate some hashtag good police press in here right can we sneak some copaganda in here can we like stage us rescuing you and then lie about it to the press and hide our general incompetence copaganda hashtag copaganda um, yeah, and, uh... If it's not clear, Survivor Cast International is a strictly anti-cop pod. Defund police, fund schools. And defund police. Make it less fun to be a police officer. Yeah. They're having too good of a time out there. You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure that the only guns they should have should shoot bubbles. <laughs> Maybe they should make it more fun to be a police. Mm, defund the police, but refund! <laughs> Make them wear rainbow suits. <laughs> make balloon animals. Fucking bubble guns. That's the only way Biden... Chew bubble gum. Fuck yeah. More gum, more bubble related things in general. More gum, less guns. Mm, refund the police. <laughs> that sounds um, like propaganda it in does. itself. <laughs> it so does. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Melissa plays her fucking idol. Damn. And then the votes come in. One vote for Melissa, but does it doesn't count. count. One vote for Isaiah. It does count, <laughs> but it shouldn't because it's Izza. There's no one playing whose name is Izza. And then he yells, spell it right. Bitch, Nikki, <laughs> fucking bitch. No, I'm just no, no. <laughs> just Isaiah's a gentleman and a scholar. He is. Who knows how to spell his own fucking name? Three votes on Nikki. She's going home. Matt looks sad. The cops come and drag Nikki away. Matt. Okay, Matt, you can't look sad and gagged if it turns out that you're one of the fuckers who voted for her. Matt is sad and gagged, so he's just gassed. Yes, but I am glad that he is one of the, that he didn't, he wasn't a race traitor. 
<laughs> oh my god <laughs> whoa okay yeah me Just too <laughs> uh, and... i should really not have a podcast <laughs> nikki gets applause i said i said i thought i was saying some questionable things you really went for the jugular i mean isn't that exactly what isaiah was telling matt when he's like hey man I would never I, vote I, for you. I would never vote for you. <laughs> I voted for Tyler. Uh, and what's the key difference between the three of us? One of us of the three is a cop. And you know what I mean by cop? Not chocolate. Skin color cop. Yep. Hashtag not chocolate. <laughs> Again, questionable <laughs> comments from co-host Jackie. Oh, no. Nikki gets the applause and says that she said she had no. She was sad that she has no idol. And then she said that Matt fucking betrayed her, but she'll love him forever. Hashtag impact. Um, and then she says that she wished she was better at looking in the woods. Mm, but she's pretty good looking in, the, in woods. the woods. And with that, with the vote off of Nikki, it can oh, only no. mean one thing. Oh, yeah. It's time for everyone's favorite time on Survivor Cast International. And we won't get into the Spice Girl news that's been in the news lately, but we will say that we do stand in support Posh Spice. The real Posh Spice. All right, Jackie. Do you want to go first or second as you break down your picks of the Spice Girl game? I'll go first. Okay. Or do you want to go back Back and forth? Do you want to go back and forth? What Spice Girl do you want to start with? Or what contestant do you want to start with? Sporty. You want to, okay, who is your sporty spice? Isaiah. Really? Yes. I gave my sporty spice to Chrissy. Oh, okay. I mean, he's wearing that Sixers jersey that whole time. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. Chrissy is, she has a very sporty physical demeanor and outfit, I feel like. Yes. She has sporty vibes. I get it. Okay, who is your ginger spice? I mean... I was a little generic, and I went with Melissa. What? I went with Ariel because of the Little Mermaid connection. Okay. I love that. We're really approaching this from different avenues this time. Very different. Normally, we're more aligned than this. Melissa feels fancy. She is a ginger. It just made sense to me. I'm immediately like Little Mermaid, part of this world, red hair. Spice up your life. Okay. Who's your baby spice? I had to give it to Matt. Baby of the pod. Baby of the season. He kind of just has baby spice vibes. See, I gave it to Chrissy. (laughs) Chrissy smacking her gum. She's short. Yeah, being real baby spice vibes. Do we have no crossover? I don't know. Okay, well, who is your scary spice? Matt. I said Melissa. Matt can turn on a dime. Mm. When he thought people were against him, he was like, definitely a Scary Spice vibe. I'll admit to kind of just by default giving Melissa Scary Spice, but I'm like, Melissa's the person I have the least read on, making her a wild card and unpredictable, which is scary to me. Does that mean your posh is Isaiah? Isaiah's my posh what spice. What the fuck? He's just fancy. He's got that coiffed beard and just the silent podcast. Shh. Is so posh and fancy. But that that's not Isaiah. You don't think he's posh? No. Darling. Ariel. It's me, Ariel was definitely my posh. Darling, it's me, Isaiah. I think this is the very first time we don't have an overlap. More caviar. Fuck off. I I mean, but Ariel, so fancy, so deep. He's very Prince Charming vibes, Ariel. So that's why I gave him posh. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. What about a production of The Little Mermaid where Ariel plays everyone? That would be fun. All right. I think the last thing to do, it's our penultimate. Time to be number 29 in the like department. As we head over to our second to last comment corner of Survivor Philly. So many ghost shots this episode. What? Eight ball bangers. What are you talking about? Just kidding. So many great shots this episode, especially the Matt Parchment shot. Sad this is coming to an end next week, but it's been such a wild ride. 
couldn't have said it better ourselves, eight ball bangers. Ryan Maharaj says, although I want Matt to win, I feel bad for Nikki because I'm not sure she or they didn't know of Matt and Isaiah's previous connection through the Rob Has a Podcast Network. Go Matt, or at least Isaiah. (laughs) Finally, to Jason and the rest of the crew behind the scenes, you're all doing an amazing job. Hmm. Yeah, interesting to interesting. You know, if you're a survivor podcast, you really live under the specter, the all-encompassing shadow of the Rob has a podcast network, of Do... which we are delightful rebels. But okay, what are Matt and Isaiah's connection through Rob has a podcast? Let's read on. Matt Scott says, Thanks for the support, Ryan. Tune into the next into the exit podcast after the next app and I'll talk about why I voted the way I did here. There was a reason that's a lot bigger than Rob has a podcast, especially because we weren't friends until after this game. Then Isaiah responds, Rob has a podcast, 100% had nothing to do with us working together. Thanks for rooting. Hmm. Me thinks the ladies doth protest a little too, too much. much. And then uh, Ryan responds, I look forward to hearing from you about your game after the season. I'll be honest, but as a supporter and quasi member of the rod has a podcast community, I'm a justice of the Supreme court of R which is of course the rat association. What? Always nookie, always party. Is it with like Jason. double NCP vibes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like... yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> offshoot of the NAACP. Okay, that's good. Uh, for so many years, I would like to hope that we would stick together against anyone else. Once again, wish you well in the game and in your Whoa. podcast endeavors. You know what? I Boo. don't like that sentiment at all. Fuck off, Ryan. Ooh, harsh words from <laughs> Like, literally. Yeah, just because you're both members of the rob as a podcast community we should stick together no matter what in lrgs that's i think that's like very antithetical to the type of mentality that you should bring into an lrg you should like i know that it's a community with a lot of crossover and there's going to be some pre-gaming and like connections that come in yeah that's not how you should play don't let it be like oh I see from across the fucking LRG camp another Rob has a podcast member. No matter what happens, I have their back. Race trader, not okay. Rob has a podcast trader, fully acceptable. Every day. What about a t-shirt that says race trader, not okay. Rob has a podcast trader every day. I love it. Melissa, or no, Kelly Sanginetti says Melissa, the idol queen. Yes. Brian Naser, go Isaiah, go Matt. Naomi Calhoun, no. Spoiler. Dave was robbed. Naomi, I need you to start a spinoff podcast, Daddy Dave was robbed. Hashtag com- Daddy Dave was robbed. Companion piece to Mike White. Mike White was robbed. Yes. Mike White was robbed. That's kind of difficult to say. Mike. Mike, Mike White, White was, was robbed. Because you really want to go. Mike White was wobbed. Wobbed. Mike White was wobbed. Mike White was wobbed. That's my that's my hot take survivor opinion. Mike I love White it. was wobbed. It's mm. the same as Naomi's, but I'm a baby. Hell yeah! All right. Well, we can't wait for next week. Our final episode of Survivor Philly. Who knows <laughs> the fate of the pod after that point. We might just go into hibernation for a little while. Maybe. We'll see. Or maybe we'll come back ripper on stronger than ever. You'll have to wait. Thanks for listening, Philly fanatics. Happy Philly Friday. We'll catch you next Friday. Follow us at INT SurvivorCast. Catch all of our fun Survivor content. Go wish the Survivor, UK Reviver, a happy wedding day. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. This one was for Kevin. They're all for Kevin. It's all for Kevin. Always. You've just listened to a Reality Pod International podcast. Find more episodes 
and other great shows at RealityPodInt on Twitter. Rate, review, subscribe, and find us on all social media platforms. Thanks for listening.